to the Jacob Sankey Show. This is episode 9. Uh, hard to believe we're already on 9, but here we go. Uh, Mark Otto is joining me uh, here today. How are you, Mark? Wonderful. Had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, everything. Well, I didn't do much. <laughs> but it was wonderful not doing much. It was, well, right. It's yeah. it's nice to just kind of relax, chill, hang out, not not have to do a whole lot. And, it was nice. Um, you know, I guess that's kind of what we did. I mean, yeah, sure, we went over to my sister's, had dinner, um, went up to Noel's aunt's, and um had you know uh spent some time up there and uh you know but it's still basically doing nothing you just you have to go there to do nothing right. kind of uh in a way a little quick shout out uh got a little food back from you guys brought back from uh sonia's and, and it was tremendously wonderful wonderful did you eat it right away I, no i i, I <laughs> ate a little fork full of everything and then i ate it and, the and then you ate it the next day but no uh, today actually today yeah. The, yeah i mean it's uh it's good food, man. It was it's really good because I didn't have anything else, and I, I was okay with that, but it was just a really nice right. treat. Right. Uh, tried a different song here this time just uh, just for fun, just, for the, just for the shits and giggles, uh, just something a little different. Uh, we'll probably go back to the to the Jason one every now and again. Kind of just switch it up. Yeah, we'll just switch it up and, and, and do a little something different. But I uh, got a whole bunch of stuff we could honestly talk about. Uh, the match was today, match uh, number three this was. I still kind of thought it was weird that there was only, you know, one professional golfer. I thought, you know, they should have, for the second person, they should have found a different one. One right. Tiger couldn't do it. Uh, but it was still, I, I only watched the beginning of it, but, uh, and I'll watch it more later, but uh, Phil and Barkley got her done. Uh, would you say, I mean, you watched most of it, didn't you? Yeah. Would you say they won basically because of Phil? Or I mean, Charles did have some good shots. I, I did see, you he, know, bits he, and pieces, but... Shots. That's right. The the right. He he didn't. He missed. Okay, you know, yeah. and that's that's what golf is. You you if you don't miss bad, you know, you're you're in the light rough here and there, and you're you're not in a tough tough spot every single time off the tee box. I mean, that's huge. It really is. You're awesome. you're gonna be all right. But Phil Phil is Phil. I mean, yeah, I mean, and and he owns the course. That's I mean, that's his home course. Right. I mean, it couldn't have been set up kind of. I, I agree. Better yeah, for them. I, I liked all of the players, but I would have liked to have seen. I would like to see like Phil and maybe a Justin Thomas or Justin Thomas or DJ or, DJ, um, any, any you know. And I thought you know because I I get what you want is is this is basically a made for TV event. You yeah. want it to be good TV. Um, so you want like trash talking and all that kind of stuff. So I thought you know JT is pretty good at that. Um, I thought uh, Ricky Fowler maybe would have been a nice uh, and then have player to find DJ. and. You know, right, 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 right. It's it team just basically like how the the second one was with Tiger and Peyton and uh, Brady and Phil. Right. You know, and I get okay. Tiger didn't want to do it. That's fine. But I felt like as much as I love seeing Curry do it, I would have liked to see a, another professional in there. Right. Um, and it sounds like they're going to keep doing these, or even have Curry, but in not right. in Charles' place. Nothing against. It. I was cool. It was neat. It was cool. I like. Right. It. I think. I think they had Peyton because even though Tiger dropped out, Peyton because Tiger and Peyton won, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. So, I think they wanted Peyton at least Peyton just because you know he just won the last one, so give him a like a shot to win it again. Right. Um, but now that they lost, now you have that group to change. So now I think it should stay the same. It, it should have to be Phil and Charles for the next one. Right. 
because because they won, so they have to defend now. Right. Um, but I guess I mean Tiger didn't. Yeah, I mean I would love to see Aaron do it. I'd love to see Rogers do it. I mean Romo could even do it. Romo's a good golfer, and he's obviously got more time because he's retired. He's not in the game anymore. He's just broadcasting. Uh, but I'd like to see Aaron do it. Um, who are some other golfers you could think of uh, that uh, you know non-pro golfers that would be would make for good TV? I think Aaron would make for good uh, TV. Well, I mean, there's always the possibility of maybe a Jordan type thing, but Michael Jordan, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I feel like you don't, you know, people don't really talk about his golf game the way they did before. No, um, I mean Larry Fitzgerald, I guess, wouldn't be horrible. Uh, the wide receiver for the Cardinals, he he, I know he's a pretty good golfer. Yeah, uh, Justin Timberlake, go away from sports. I, I know he's a good golfer. That would be excellent. Um, you know, you could go. I know Darius Rucker is a pretty good golfer. Um, Jake Owens a pretty good golfer. Who's the uh, uh, guy from French Fresh? Prince, uh, too. It does the... Uh, oh, uh, d- um, he, Carlton. Yeah, the the Carlton. Yeah, he's a pretty good golfer. He's not bad. Um, There's some other uh, Hollywood stars. Right, just, you know, Matt, doesn't Matthew McConaughey golfs, so. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, there, there's plenty of people out there. Um, but it seems like they're going athletes. It is what it seems like, anyway. If it was Matthew McConaughey, how do you think he'd do? I don't know, because I don't know how much he golfs anymore. Oh, you he would do all right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how much he golfs anymore. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm not sure. Either. Um, you know who I didn't know golfed? So I've been listening to the podcast Subpar. It's a uh, well, I've been actually watching the like video of it. That's the like the Jordan Spieth interview that me and you watched a little that bit of, yeah. and all that. I've been watching like a lot of those interviews just because it's cool to hear him talk. I didn't know Brian Erlacher, the former Bears player, he golfs. Yeah, he he calls. I didn't know that. That'd be something different because he's a pretty big dude. Yeah. Uh, and I heard he's he's actually pretty good. Uh, Johnny Manziel golfs apparently. Didn't know that either. Uh, he was on that podcast. It was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, they. I feel like they should always have to change it up a little bit. Always get somebody different, you know. And uh, I'm assuming Tiger's probably going to do it again. Right. I feel like it was just with, you know, it's being after the Masters, I, it's around Thanksgiving. He's playing in that event with his son. Yeah. Uh so he didn't want to, you know, play in this particular, you know, doesn't when, when is that? I'm not honestly sure. A couple of weeks. I think it's in a couple of weeks, yeah. I think, but I'm not, I'm honestly not sure the PNC whatever. Um cuz I know Daly uh Daly and his son are in it. Tiger and his son are in it. Um And will that be televised? I think so, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure. I'm, I I don't think all of it is, uh, but I think some of it is. I would assume so. And if it wasn't before, it probably is now because Tiger's in it. Yeah. You know? So, and this is the first year they're doing it, um, you know, because there was a video of, of uh, Tiger and his son at, at, like, a driving range practicing and stuff. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be cool. That's going to be something different. For sure. Uh, I don't quite know how it works or, or how it's run. I know... This isn't the first time for for John Daly and his kid to do it. Um, no, he's been golfing. He, they've well, they they've well, right, and so has Tiger and his kid. But this is the first like time they they're playing an event together. I mean, this of this. Son is quite a bit younger, isn't he? Like, uh, I think he's eleven, maybe. Yeah. You know, he can't be much more than that. I think. Uh, well, John's is probably like fifteen, fourteen, somewhere in there. Yeah, I, I mean, he's in high school. I'm pretty, pretty sure, cool. for sure. Um, so while we stick on the golf thing the last the last question the last little bit we'll talk about golf here is uh who is the one person you'd want to golf 
just a round with where would you want to golf that round with them? And you can do, I want two answers, basically. I want a professional, you know, a tour player, and then a, like a celebrity golfer, like a, you know, athlete oh. or, or whatever. Um, what, what, which two do you think would it be for you? Oh, man. Kind of catching me. There's so many. Uh, <laughs> I really admire I didn't want to prep you for this one. I wanted you to have to like yeah. kind of almost think on the spot. I want I wanted it to be like an on-the-spot question. It just it popped no, into my head, and I was right, like, oh, I, I got to like ask this question. I like it. I think I'm going to go with, um, man, my first initial thought is, and I know this is sort of out there, but Jack Nicholas, just because of the legacy and he's still living. And Right. Well, and the thing is, is, even if like you, yeah, you go golfing with Jack Nicholas. It's it's not maybe about the experience of watching him golf in that way. It's right. it's being able to just discuss golf the with ball. Jack Nicholas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, whereas if you go with, let's say you pick a newer player, you know, and that is going to be now I get to watch this guy play. Right. Like yeah, they're smart and you can talk with them and stuff, but like you're going to get to watch some some pretty great golf. Whereas Jack Nicholas may not be golfing all that great right now. But you get that experience he had. You get you know the conversations that you would have in All that round. Yeah, would be insane. Just you know him being able to to you know give you pointers and stuff like that would be yeah would be pretty uh, legit. What about like celebrity golfer like a so, um, sports star? Otherwise, sports star anything you know any anyone that you know is like a you know a somewhat avid golfer um, that we may see in 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 a future of the match. Uh, I guess I'll go with Aaron Rodgers. Just Rodgers because uh, it's Packers quarterback and yeah, he's cool and, and yeah. right, yeah. I think uh, he's definitely he's he's up there for me. I don't know if that's who I'd necessarily well, I pick right away. But at the same, well, right. But at the same time, that like, yeah. Not only are you going to be able to play golf with a celebrity, you're playing golf with the quarterback of your favorite team. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Right. Um. So for me, do any of the Brewers golf? Uh, I would assume probably Braun maybe council maybe. Um, I feel like a lot of baseball players don't golf until they retire just because it's a different motion, you know. And it, so I, I, I obviously don't know. I have no idea, but I've never really heard of. It seems like it's a lot of football players. Yeah. Uh, mostly quarterbacks, but then you get some, and then and then some basketball players. Um, because Andre Gudala, he golfs. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um. Who else golfs? There's, there's a couple other NBA players that that golf. But uh, for me, obviously a big part of me would want to probably golf with Tiger. But I don't know. I think, I think I'd have to go JT. Yeah. Uh, Justin Thomas would probably be my pick. Because, uh, yes, Tiger is, you know, Tiger. Um, oh, I mean. But, it, you know, so he's prob- he would probably be, I'll, I'll say, it would probably go JT first for me. Um, but then probably Tiger and Phil kind of tied for for t- Tiger and Phil because well because Phil I think Phil you can tell has the joy of helping somebody along in their swing right um, not that Tiger doesn't um, but Tiger's a little bit different in the way he approaches that because um, I seen there's a video of of Tiger you know they they show him amateur golf swings on there and he corrects you know oh maybe if you did this tried this whatever um, but Phil's just got a different personality than Tiger always. Um, but I think my, uh, my personality and the way I would like to golf around with someone that's a professional would, would probably be JT. Yeah. Um, cause he just, you can just tell he's having fun, man. Right. You know, he, w- you, with the COVID and stuff, no fans, he's still, you know, waving at nobody, tipping his hat to nobody. And was the last match played with fans? No, I didn't think it was. No, uh, it was rainy 
and that was like the the heart of the beginning of COVID is yeah. when it when it kind of happened. Right. Um, yeah, the, the you're talking the Brady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no fans no. at that one. No, uh, celebrity golfer. I'd probably go Curry. Okay. I'd probably go Curry. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick a different one, I honestly don't know. Probably Aaron yeah. would probably be my second yeah, one, but. But but I, I I would definitely I think I'd like to golf around with Curry I think it'd be fun nice yeah I think it'd be I think it'd just be fun he seems like he'd be a lot of fun to hang around with yeah uh, he's got a you know kind of a goofy personality same same yeah um, weird but fun that uh, he just he just likes to have fun yeah. and and you and you see that he's competitive uh and I I don't think he gets enough credit for how competitive he truly is but it's because he. The way he shows his competitiveness is because it's just fun to him. Right. It's fun to compete Natural for him. Ability. Right. It's just fun to compete for him. Um, moving on away from golf, away from kind of uh, sports uh, for now, um, I have um, another. We'll go We'll go to this. These are three questions that are going to be extremely, extremely hard to answer. Okay. Extremely hard to answer. I have my movies. So it's best movie, best video game, best song. Now, this isn't of all time. This is of recent, you know, things you've done. So, recent movies you watch. What's the best recent movie you've watched? What's the best recent video game you've played? And then what's the best recent song that has recently come out that, that you, you definitely enjoy quite a bit? Would you say in, like, five, the last five years? I wouldn't even say that. I would say years. within the last few years. months. Oh, oh. Not even year. I would say within the last few months... You know, maybe maybe six months. But let's say since COVID, basically. So for the okay. last like six months, almost a year. Uh, but for the last, let's say six months, man. Um, I'm, right away, I'm off the top. I'm having a a hard time. So while I'm deciding on a movie, I'm gonna mentally think a little bit, and I'm gonna go with video game first. And that right, the the PGA, PGA Tour two K. Yeah. So I have that one written as my second one. Okay. Uh, the one I picked. Before that, of, of like best video game, I I never really played much of the first three, um, but I was blown away by the God of War game. Yeah, uh, I really was. I, I, you know, it was Norse mythology, so that's kind of what drew me to even buy that game, because uh, you know you got Thor, Odin, all that. You know, they're talking about that kind of stuff, and I was looking for a new uh, story game to play. Uh, it went on sale on the PlayStation Store whenever it was. I don't remember. It was a while ago. Uh, but got it, and what's funny is I bought it and didn't play it for the first couple weeks, uh, and then I got it, and as soon as I played probably the first couple of missions, I was involved in, in just wanting to finish it out because the storyline was, was really cool. Nice. Uh would be an awesome movie if they made it into a movie. It really would. Uh, I loved, to, loved the storyline. other in the same, uh, not genre, same little series, like two other, uh, that's Valhalla. And then isn't there a couple? Oh, like a Norse mythology well, tile, they're, style they're thing? The same trilogy. Because the other Assassin's Creed games before were. Well, like, that's Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I'm talking God of War. Or God of War. I thought you, I was thinking Valhalla for some reason in my head. I yeah, no. that So that game. I, so so far I've played. I don't know. I've. I've played a couple missions on there and stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, I never really got into the Assassin's Creed games either. Um, because I've, the first couple were kind of goofy kind of weird and I just didn't get into them uh these ones are a little bit more like I like the open world being able to kind of go away from the main mission and and, and explore yeah. in a way yeah. and you're able to do that in this game 
And again, it's Norse mythology, so they're talking Thor, Odin, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and that kind of stuff has always kind of intrigued me. I'm excited to play it. I watched you play um, it a little bit. And, uh, but, I'm gonna and, but the God of War, yeah, it was it was cool. You know, the whole father-son thing that, that that's going on in there. And, you know, the, there's there's kind of a twist at the end. I don't think I told you the twist. No. Um, so I won't. So I won't. Um, I only tell people if they if they they beg me. And the and, and game, the, the twist the other, is kind of cool. The other game for me I've had, and I haven't loaded it and played it yet, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Was the Last of Us remastered? No, there's also yeah. The Last of Us I've heard so many good things about Last of Us. I personally also have n- never played them. Um, I feel like that's a good storyline. So that's kind of why I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. As a guy at work told me about it, said it. You know, I, he even said I wasn't big on the Assassin's Creed games, but this one's pretty cool. Right, because you're basically a Viking. Yeah. You can upgrade your armor. You get different axes and bow and arrow and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, what's funny is you know it's going to be a crazy game when at the beginning, you, when you're picking out your settings, it says, "Do you want blood turned on?" So seeing blood when you hit them, you know, kept that on obviously. And then dismemberment was the next one. Nice. So you literally, I mean, you'll see arm, you know, an arm get kind of fall off or, or a head get you know <laughs> falling off it's just it's different I'll take that too. you know like i was like oh yeah you want to experience the whole game i mean that that's how this this t- style game was supposed to kind of be right um but yeah and then obviously pga I, you know i've we've played the shit out of that game oh, so i knew that that one was going to be easy for yeah, you yeah. i knew that one was going to be easy for you with the pga um so my movie if i had to pick best now again this isn't best movie of all time no, no, or, no, no. or whatever but within the last few months i would say that extraction movie I was, I in my mind yeah that's the first movie just because like i've watched you know quite a bit of movies in the last six six or so months and but and that was the first one that was the first one where i was like you know it was one i hadn't seen before obviously because it's newer uh netflix original and i just i i loved it yeah. I, I watched it i watched it twice in a row basically because me and, and me and noel watched it and then you came over and we watched it again right. and I, I i loved it i just i liked the the kind of high impact action there was a lot going on uh but it was only following you know one character the whole time i I thought it was really really cool um movies is movies but another second for me i really enjoyed that umbrella academy um Mm. and and that as far as tv series going yeah extraction and then um uh was right there Oh, six underground. I liked that. Eh? Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, I. Th- so I had started it once and got, you know, it was like a two hour or something movie. Yeah. I I'd say I probably got forty five minutes into it and I was like, yeah, you know, it's good. But then I ended up doing something else or going to a video game or something. Um. But then I ended up turning it back on, rewatching the whole thing, and and once you get about forty five minutes in, forty five minutes to maybe the full first hour. It's not that it's bad. It's just a little. It's a little bit of a slow burn in the beginning because you're kind of trying to get the backstory. Yeah. Um. But then, right towards the end, it 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 was pretty good. I, I was pleasantly surprised with it for sure. Wouldn't you say this year more than ever though? There hasn't been hardly any new releases. We didn't go to the theater. Well, because it, well, a lot of the movies that were supposed to come out this year were supposed to finish production at the end of 2019 and couldn't because they had to cancel their exactly. production for for COVID. Um, cause you got like the, you know, the Batman movie, you right. know, we got a trailer, but we don't, you know, we don't know when that's going to come out because of COVID. 
Uh, Black Widow was supposed to be released by Marvel, but they didn't release it because they would have had horrible theater ratings because nobody was allowed in the theaters. And now that they are, it's still minimal ticket sales, so you're not making money. Yeah. Um, a lot of movies went straight to streaming, which I get, but some of them, I was like, it's not even worth watching them. I even like some of the new ones. Like I'm just like, no, I just. I don't there there just wasn't a lot of good movies coming out. No. There just there wasn't. And and that's okay. I mean they're they're obviously and that's actually one of the things um would you agree with me that saying video games and kind of T V and movies have just kinda they got almost gotten Took worse. Yeah. Well, because video game and not graphically, obviously, the graphics yeah. are insane in some of these games. Right. Just absolutely insane. It's like you're watching a movie but you're playing it. Um but I just mean like video games, they take up so much more space now. They take up, you know, you almost have to be online for half of them. Before it was you pop a disc in, right. it loads, and you play. Now it's, it's, you know, you got all this other bull crap and online and, you know, it's just. And the majority of the reason for that, what you're saying, is all about uh, money. Generation of right, money. Well, right. Money. Well, and I would say video games not as much as, as kind of movies. No, right. Because movies have kind of just naturally kind of grown worse because they've kind of run out of new stories to tell. It's almost they're just telling either new stories in a different way or they're remakes. Right. Um, You know, the the new Jumanji movies aren't bad, um, but it's still, it's not like the first one. No. You know, and it it won't be. And I'm glad it wasn't a remake. So at first when I seen all the rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, all this, it's a, it's a Jumanji movie. I'm like, they're remaking Jumanji and that's their cast. But it wasn't, uh, it obviously wasn't a remake. It was kind of a, a sequel just a long ways away. But, um, you know, and, and, and they weren't bad movies. I liked them. I enjoyed them, but uh, you know, pretty much the last movie I can say where I was like, "Of course, I'm going to go see that in the theaters." Was probably Avengers Endgame. Yeah, was probably the last one that I was kind of rushing, cool, rushing to the theater to see. Right. Whereas after that, I, I I can't even really picture or think of a movie where I was like, "Well, I got to go see that in the theater." No, because there are some of those movies where you see the trailer and you're like, "I got to go see that in the theater." The next one will probably be either that Batman movie, uh, the new Spider Man movie, whenever that gets done, comes out. My um, and uh, what else? Uh, there was another one I seen. Wonder Woman is apparently finally coming out on Christmas. Yeah. Um, I still haven't even seen the first one. I just barely watched a little bit of Aquaman right. for the first time. Aquaman was really good. I, I, I did enjoy that one. I didn't really watch Wonder Woman. DC just hasn't gotten the movies right. Oh. Whether it's casting issues or they're just they're doing too much because um, now we're having another Batman. I will say this: this Batman movie does look pretty good. Um, I don't know how good the movie will be. Uh, a little nervous when they announced Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I'm just trying to forget Twilight. Did you see Superman that was... versus Batman? Oh yeah. How was that? Yeah. Um, so it was good. We we did went and saw it in the theater. It took forever. It's a long movie and it, it developed very very slow. Okay. Um, I thought Ben Affleck did a good job as batman in that movie but then in justice league it was kind of ugh. Yeah. um but i thought that was script i thought because the justice league got forced to kind of change a bunch of things i thought the script changed too much yeah. um and then other casting decisions like i thought the guy they picked for the flash was kind of blah um you know pretty much the only casting that i liked was aquaman and then I, I like Henry Cavill as Superman, don't get me wrong. It, it wasn't horrible, but I just thought the Justice League movie was poorly done. 
Batman versus Superman, it had it had good moments within the movie, but again, they they kind of messed some things up within the movie, uh, like Doom their Doomsday that they made uh, was horrible. It looked like a overgrown Ninja Turtle. Yeah, basically, it just it it was there was just some things like the Lex the guy who uh, Jesse Eisenberg played Lex Luthor. Don't mind Jesse Eisenberg in the right role, but he's not Lex Luthor. No, right. He wasn't. He he didn't have that. Right. He wasn't, you know, because Lex Luthor is kind of a smooth, doesn't really, you know, very monotone kind of villain that just kind of, he doesn't think he's doing any wrong. Whereas he kind of played it like almost like a mad scientist kind of role. And I didn't really care for it. Um, I don't think he's being brought back to be Lex Luthor. I don't believe anyway. Uh, There's a lot of people in this Batman movie. So it's Robert Pattinson as Batman. Colin Farrell is playing Penguin. He's good. He'll be good. Um, I think he'll do all right. You, you can't even recognize him. No. In, in his, he's got like prosthetics on stuff. You can't recognize him. Right. Um, I think her name Zoe Kravitz is playing um, Catwoman. Interesting. Uh, I don't think that's a horrible, no. horrible casting at all. I think she might do a good job at that. Um, and then who else is in there? Somebody else. It's a pretty stacked up movie. Oh, uh, I don't know, and not a lot of people have seen it, but the movie Prisoners that we watched yeah, like with uh, Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, and all that, uh, the guy who played the weird kid in the glasses, oh, okay. he's playing the Riddler. Oh, that'll be so I think, I think he's going to do a great job. That. Great job. Yeah, I think he's going to do a great job uh, in that role. I think he's got kind of the look for it. I really do. I actually seen that movie, I think, in the last six months with you for the first time. So Prisoners? That could be, oh, God, I just absolutely love that movie. What's funny is, so we went and saw that in the theater. Uh, we used to just try and go to the theater on $5 Tuesday and just see whatever was there. Yeah. Uh, and this was very early on. Uh, I don't even think actually $5 Tuesday was going on when that movie, I you know, I, I, I could be wrong, but we used to at least try and go to the movie once a week, at least maybe twice a month at least even. Yeah. Um, and we literally, we, we, we got to the point where we were like, wow, this is really, it was kind of a lull couple of weeks where we were like there's nothing really to see uh and that movie had came out and we were like well i mean it's hugh jackman you know i like hugh jackman and that was kind of when he was still doing wolverine and all that um so we were like i like hugh jackman and i like jake gyllenhaal as an actor and i'm like it doesn't look horrible you know i thought they did a poor job as far as trailers and stuff go i didn't think they did a very good job like i guess advertising the movie um but then when we seen it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that was- when that comes out, when that comes out on DVD, I'm I'm gonna own that. Like right. that is a good fucking movie, dude. Yeah. It, it's a very well done movie. Very good. Uh, really shows Hugh Jackman's range because yeah. for a while, I really only seen Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So I was just like, okay, well, you know, he's Wolverine to me. That's who he is. But he did a phenomenal job in that movie. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal job in uh, what's uh, the Greatest Showman. Uh, oh, that was that and was, that, was, that was that really showed his range. You go from playing Wolverine to playing uh, a guy who basically created the circus, yeah, in like a musical and singing yeah. and singing and all that. Well, that's where he got to start. He got to start Broadway, yeah. uh, kind of playing in plays and stuff. So I get, you know, I knew that going in, but at the same time, I'm like, to me, it was like Wolverine dancing and singing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's a little strange. Um, who do you think? If you can think of anybody who 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 could take the torch from him as Wolverine, because oh. they they plan on remaking X Men, so I only have one actor I'm okay with. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, no, no, he's Deadpool. That's Deadpool all, all day. Um, Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son. 
Okay. That's the only actor I think I'd be okay with. Cause, so part of me thinks Tom Hardy wouldn't do a horrible job, but he's already Venom, and I did like his Venom. I didn't see that. Um, That's a pretty good movie. I own it. We could watch that one day. It's pretty well done. Um, But, yeah, no, I uh, Scott Eastwood, his name has popped up. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from the Kingsman movies oh, yeah, who I plays know. Eggsy. Uh, Taron something Edgerton Edgerton, Edgerton yeah, but um, yeah, he, he wouldn't be horrible I guess but I, I feel like Scott Eastwood would be at the top yeah, of my list well, if I had to pick one I don't know I <sighs> maybe not because they made one that's like a prequel to the first one now yeah I think or something like that um, those two movies were pretty good right. I, I gotta say too um, yeah those were good movies I, I like those um so what where were we where were we going? Well, movies we had video games, movies. What was the other thing? Oh, there? best song like a recent uh, song that's come out that you've really been like, oh yeah, I really like this song. Um, well, I'm just gonna give honorable mention to the whole. I I know mostly I listen to country nowadays. Um, right. But my roots are pretty much rock and roll. Tool Tool's new album uh, Fear Inoculum. I have it in my car and I literally haven't taken it out of the CD player since I put it in there. And I, I just, I don't listen to it every time I drive, but it, it's in there and I do turn it on a lot. I, I just listen to it a lot. But that's like secondary. Everything, you showed me a few of the uh, Tim McGraw's new songs on his new album and I right. just love them. Yeah. Um, I would have to go, I don't know which one out of those, but I would go with... Uh, one of those, one of the Tims. I have one of the Tims on. I kind of have a list, I guess. Well, um, you're, you're more... Uh, with the newer music, you're more down with it. And more well, and I, you know, with with having Apple Music, um, I have it, you Access. know, with my fa- I I literally, if I see, you know, that they're coming out with a new album, if it's not even out yet, I at least go to, like, market to, to automatically download yeah. uh, when it's done. Uh, so I did that with the Tim album. I did that with a couple of other things. But uh, Eric Church's new song, Hell of a View, yeah. uh, is right. kind of up there for me. Uh, that's a great song yeah it is um i've i almost like every eric church song that comes out I, I his voice is just amazing um the the tim mcgraw song as far as for me um i don't know what it is but uh the 7500 obo is yeah. called i just i love that song that is- i love the the kind of i don't know i guess groove of it i guess um but i, I just love the guitar in it and uh you know it's it's it takes some talent. So, for one, in the song, he mentions singing "Where the Green Grass Grows" in a truck. So he, you know, you're you've made it. You're a pretty legit artist when you're talking, you're singing your song about singing your song within this. <laughs> like it's just a, it's just a kind of crazy thing that he that he was able to do that. But um, yeah, really good song. And it's literally, I mean, it's about you know selling a truck. Uh, because of a breakup, basically, you know, yeah. you, you can't really drive it without, you know, picturing her and right. riding it with Got you and it. stuff. It's a, yeah, it's a really, really cool song. And as soon as I, what's funny is, so what I like to do is when I, when, cause with Apple music, you'll see the album, but you can't listen to the song yet, you know, and I'll kind of try and pick, okay, what song just based off the name, what song do I think I'm going to like really like? Yeah. And that was one of them. Cause I'm just like 7,500 OBO. So I'm thinking, you know, or best offer. Right away, I'm thinking it's got to be about a truck somehow. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got to be about a truck. Um, but that was one of the ones right away. I'm like, I'm probably gonna like that one. Yeah, that <laughs> and that's that. That's uh, 
Uh, Damn Sure Do on that album is yeah. another one that I that I really really like. Uh, Dirk Bentley has a new song called Gone. Uh, that's yeah, a very good song. Uh, I can I can show you that one. Um, I've been kind of more playing. Actually, I have a old school country playlist on my phone. Uh, I've been playing that one a little bit more uh, recently. Um, but then Luke Combs came out with like an extension of his album, uh, and the song "Cold as You" uh, I like a lot. Yeah, uh, it's basically you know, um, it's a another breakup song. Of course, it's a country song. You either got what breakups, trucks, right, uh, beer. beer. Um, uh, you know, partying, beer, beer, beer. Uh, um, yeah. partying, whatever. What's funny though is the thing is, is a lot of songs are about sex. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Like, but the thing is, is country has a nice way of putting it. They're more respectful about it. You know, whereas, you know, you're rapping, you're hip hop. It's, no. nah, it's just, yeah, they're just throwing it out there. Yeah. They're just throwing it out there. This is what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, but uh, the cold is you is another breakup song, of course. But it's uh, something about you know he goes out to the bar and um, he found something as cold as her, which is you know an ice cold beer. Yeah. Um, and what's funny, so he came out with that song, and it's a little bit more kind of upbeat. And then there's a guy named Kanan Smith. I don't know. You probably haven't heard too many of his songs. He had the song uh, "Love You Like That," you know, a couple of years ago that that got really popular. And that's pretty much the only one of his that got popular. But he's got a song called "Colder Than You." Um, I think a, I've heard that. Yeah, I think I've shown you that one. That one's kind of cool, just because um, you know he works in uh, some just some funny lines in there. Uh, almost, but uh, it's it's a cool song. It's a cool yeah, song. If you yeah. you know if you're in the country, it's definitely a song uh, to check out. Um, something I've noticed I have, and I think you kind of have it a little bit too. Uh, and I would even say Brad uh, has it too. And uh, we'll talk. Is I have an extremely extremely good memory, but I also have an extremely bad memory same. right at the same time. Same. Like I can remember, you know, like uh, TV lines and stuff. Specific right. episodes, like I can quote Friends line for line. I can quote The Office line for line, yeah. some scenes and stuff. Uh, but then, you know, they can tell me what time Thanksgiving dinner is, what time to be at their house for Thanksgiving, and I will ask constantly, "Wait, what? Right? It's it's at what time? What time are we going over there?" Kind of a shorter term. Right. I, I have a pretty good long term memory, I guess. But like the thing is, is like it's just it's very strange. Like I can remember some stuff, and then other stuff, I just it's just it's gone. Like I it's like in one ear out the other. It's basically yeah. I mean it's I have because there's a lot of times I have a horrible horrible memory. Same. Horrible memory. Oh, you know, hey, did you do this? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. No, I did not do that. <laughs> yeah, I write stuff down anymore. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it. I should do that. Yeah. You put it in your calendar, yeah. you know, or something. Uh, but I, I don't. <laughs> I don't do it. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, strange thing. I feel like a pretty much probably almost everybody has it. Yeah. Has at least it on a little bit. But definitely my short-term memory is pretty awful <laughs> is there another uh oh that's what i was gonna ask the kane brown uh halftime show did you happen to see that during the game uh at dallas game uh, no yesterday no i did not there was a kane brown uh you know obviously no audience but they had a lot of people involved in it the cheerleader dallas cowboy cheerleaders right it was quite a quite a extravaganza and i didn't mind it it was actually pretty good pretty sure it was lip synced I, I don't know 
You see, so what I I think some of it is, and then some of it it's hard to tell because you don't know if it's lip sync or if your TV's off. Right. Because there's times where your TV's just off and and the what how they're talking the the words aren't matching the the movement of their mouth. Pretty amazing though the the rise to success he took is definitely was started out on the interwebs too, didn't it? On online. I think a little bit. Yeah, I think a little bit. I think um, he ended up. Uh, performing somewhere, and I, I think because I think he's good friends with Jason Aldean now. I think Jason Aldean kind of right. helped him up yeah. because I think he's signed actually to Jason Aldean has his own record company yeah. uh, within the record company that he was kind of signed into. Um, he's very talented. and and he uh, yeah he signed uh, with with Jason Aldean. I'm pretty sure that was like Jason Aldean's first really signing. Like I don't know why. I just I really like that. Song. Oh, him and Lauren Elena. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good song. Yeah, it got a little overplayed. Uh, so for a while, I was like, I don't want to listen to it. Right. But you know, it's it it usually songs like that or, or good songs that kind of get ruined by being overplayed. That's why I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, usually after a while, once that it kind of fades away, then you're able to kind of go back and enjoy it again. True. Uh, but that's that's a big reason why I don't listen to the radio. Yeah. There's there's really no point for me to because with the amount of music I have on my phone and the variety of music I have on my phone, right. I can pretty much change it to whatever mood I want. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've been playing a lot of old school country recently. Yeah. Uh, you know, my George Strait, my, you know, Charlie Daniels band, uh, Willie Nelson, uh, Merle Haggard, you know, Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr., yeah. you know, all them guys. Um, so I've been playing that playlist recently, but then, you know, sometimes, oh, maybe I'll go a little newer country. Maybe See? I'll go a little older country. You know, maybe I'll go rock and roll. I got a rock and roll playlist. I got a hip hop playlist. I got, you know. But I really respect that and I encourage it. I think more people should be that way. Because there's a lot of people, especially when it comes to country, are divided with if it's not old country, like the names you just right. If it's not it's if it's not Merle and George, it's not it's not music. Yeah. It, no, like the stuff that's not music is uh, to me anyway is like the heavy, heavy, heavy metal screamo type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I can't understand any words, right. I'm pro- it's not music to yeah. me. Like you, the, you got some of this rap, like you got some of this this rap stuff even now too. Yeah. It's just to me, it's a, a lot of noise it's and not a lot of. Just too nasty. Well, because it's like, well, it's either too nasty or it's you know it's repeating three or four words, yeah. and then just with a a beat. The thing is, is rap today is catchy is just catchy music. Money, it gets right. It just it kind of it kind of just it's stuff that gets stuck in your head. They yeah. get it. They get it to where it will be stuck in your head. That's right. that's their goal. Yeah. Um, because then you're going to like, oh, well, I got to play it because now it's in my head. Yeah. Um, whereas like if I'm going to oh, listen oh. to like rap, like if, cause I, you know, I used to like rap. I'm not going to lie. I don't mind it. Uh, but I like the old, you know, Snoop Dogg and yeah. Naughty by Nature and, and all them guys almost like that's like R and B where, where it's not really rap, but they're, they're almost talking, singing almost like talking with a beat. And right. you can understand every word yeah. where you're not hearing. Yeah. I loved there was a video of Snoop Dogg talking about today's rap. And he goes, oh, I could do that all day. And he goes. Right. Well, that's what they call it. And that's literally you will hear like one word. And right. then it's, and then it's like, hey, I just I can't do it's it. Just trying to go I don't. Yeah. Right. Right. Fast. Fast is Eminem. That's right. fast. Yeah. Where you can understand every word kind of. Right. Um but, but he's take it to another Right. They there and there, there isn't one because you know you got like Buster Rhymes, you can understand what he says, but he's fast. 
yeah. you know, and, and I don't mind it, but I always, you know, I'm country most of the time, rock and roll, I, you know, I'm classic rock. I just... Events. It's 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 telling stories of things that actually happen to people, right? Like it's more relatable from the heart. Like uh, I can't relate to a song about sm- smoking crack or whatever right. and fucking drugs and fucking bitches and all that. Yeah. That's just not my uh, no. my cup of tea. Well, and that's I I was just explaining this. Uh, what's funny is um, there'll be songs where Noel will say, "Well, I don't like it. It's just about sex." I'm like every song almost is some sex is brought up in every song. She's like, nah. I said, you can go literally as far back as a song that is as sweet as Charlie Pride's Kiss an Angel Good Morning. Right. What does he say right at the end? And love her like the devil when you get back home. What do you think that means? Like, come on now. Like, (laughs) it's a nicer way to say it. Yeah, it's a nicer way to say it. Like, oh, right, you're, you're, you know, loving her like an angel, but then when you when you it's time to do the do, you're you're doing your job properly. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a man and wife versus, you know, I I got holes. I got you know I got holes in my car. I got like three of them, whatever, all that. And like, no, nah, man, right. like that's just not. Is the beat catchy? Sure, yeah, I'll give you that. The beat's catchy, but uh, I no, I just right. I it I'm I'm very kind of disappointed in the way music has gone, and I don't like the fact that some people are like, oh well, new country's not country. The thing is, is a lot of these people evolved the way their songs are to the times in order to make money, right? Because not a lot of people are listening to that stuff anymore. No, most of these guys probably would prefer going back to more classic stuff yeah. a little bit, but. Their record label, their record label, and their managers and stuff are like, no, man, we got to do it this way. I mean, at the end of the day, it's business. It is right, business. it is. There, you know, there's a manager behind the scenes. You know, there's someone behind the scenes that's saying, listen, you're good, but you're gonna have to change your ways right. a little bit. So, what I liked was Michael Rake just recently came out with a song, and he's not a super popular guy, but you would know a couple of his songs. And he came out with a song, "Whiskey in the Rain," and it's very, very '90s country. Yeah, and and I I loved that. Uh, Randy Travis came out with a new song called Fool's Love Affair. Yeah. It's obviously it's Randy Travis, so right. but it's very classic. Yeah. Very, very classic. Um there's a couple of you know, Luke Bryan will have at least one or two kind of more classic sounds. But I, um, a, I don't think there's a Luke Bryan song that I don't like. I just I don't Right, they're catchy and I and I, I like his music. Line, um uh, there is some Florida George Line songs where I'm just like nah. Like, man, but some of the songs I still like. Yeah. I thought they ruined. So on the show, whatever show that is, I don't remember what it's called, Songland or whatever, where where it's people coming in with songs they had written to kind of almost sell them, pitch them that song to use. Yeah, uh, there was a song called Second Guessing. Some dude, you know, pitched. Florida Georgia Line happened to be on the show. They pitched it and re- literally, basically bought the song, recorded it like two weeks later. That's how much they liked it. But the song. The way he sang the song on the show was kind of, you know, toned down because it's a, you know, uh, it's about basically. So the song's called Second Guessing. So you're thinking he's having second thoughts, but actually he's saying, you know, since I've been with you now, I don't second guess anything right. because, you you know, there is no second guessing with you, basically, yeah. um, which is a, a beautiful, beautiful message. Um and and I was like, oh, cool, you know, they're going to record it. That's going to be awesome. I can actually have it on my phone. I, I loved it. I fell in love with the song right away, just as they did. Uh, but then they, they had to bring it up a little bit. 
you know, it's you know, it's kind of another real new song by and by who with about the same line. Um, it's basically I don't miss, you know, with you. Um, oh, I, here's one of the oh, memory moments. Luke Luke Combs, the Luke Combs Forever After All. That one. How does it? No, I don't. Think There's so. there because he's saying like uh, you know guys no, to things one. right because no. he's saying like to because to men it is true that things. For us, we don't see things lasting forever. The a truck's going to break. A this is going to happen. Oh, and then you meet the the right girl, and you're like, oh, okay, some things do last forever. That's a good one, and that's. But this is the one I'm talking is um, fairly new, and it's been in, playing on the radio. Um, do you know? Do you, you can't give me I a name or a, a, not even no like you 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 can't tell who it is. Nothing. Oh, oh man, it's escaping me, but it'll come back as soon as you. Um, God, I'm trying to think. With, you know, I don't miss none of my life before you because with you in it or you in front of me or. Hmm. God, man, it, and that's something, and that's something that's just gonna bug you, you know, when you when you have something like that where you have a song in your head, but you can't get it out. You start searching, you know, if you can remember a lyric, you start searching lyrics, you just start searching songs, whatever. Um, it's basically saying in the song, like... God, dude, I... With you, with you here. It is a country song, though. Yeah, yeah. It's a country song. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, God. Um, um, and these top lists are just filled with weird stuff. Like, do I miss stuff. a single life? Do I miss um, anything, you know... And you, you can't think of even who nothing, it is or nothing. God. Man. Yeah, it's uh that's something that's gonna It's not Eric Church, I don't think. Uh well most of his songs haven't really been about that. No. Um Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's probably not. I'll it'll come back after. Um Right. We'll talk about it a different day. Um, I did love the Charlie Daniels tribute they did on the CMA Awards. I don't know if you had seen that. I shared the video. It's like an eight-minute long video. They sang. I don't uh, think I did. What did they sing? Uh, Dirk Bentley kicked it off, and he sang "Long Haired Country Boy," uh, which is just a great song. Yeah. Uh, then they uh, kicked it over to Brothers Osborne, and Dirk Bentley kind of walked over there and joined them, uh, and they sang uh, "Trudy." Nice. Another great song. Yeah. Uh, then they kind of swing it over. Oh man, A- Ashley McBride sang a song, but I can't. I can't think of what she, what she joined. The, I don't know if she just joined in on Trudy or if she sang a different one. I can't quite remember or picture it. Uh, but then, of course, then they kick it over. Jason Aldean does "The Devil Went Down to Georgia," yeah. uh, which was just cool to see. Right. Um, and he did a phenomenal job. I thought it was very good because that's a that's a very hard song. To it do is. a very hard song, fast. Yep. Um, I've always just loved the sound of the fiddle, and especially in that song, the dude shredded his bow on the on the fiddle. I mean, it was strings just That's hanging cool. off, because uh, you know, and I that has to be one of the best fiddle players, at least in Nashville, but if not, probably the country, right? Because uh, he did. I mean, you would have thought that was the original guy whoever played the fiddle on the recording. I mean, yeah. he's he's not that old, but. I mean, he was, it was spot on yeah. with how it sounded. Uh, but that that was really cool. We lost a lot, a lot of singers. Yeah, we did. And just a lot of people. And it wasn't all from COVID, you know. No. who did? So who, let's see, we got, we got Charlie Daniels, 
Kenny Rogers, Joe Diffie. Uh, then you got Sean Connery uh, as an actor. He passed. Kobe was still this year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, February. Yeah. So Kobe was this kind year. Kicked it off. With the, uh, um. You know, they say things happen, bad things happen in threes, but it's been like bad things happen in thirties recently. Yeah. Like Jesus, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're I mean, the year twenty twenty, and it, what's funny is how fast it went. But right. it, it went fast and slow somehow at yeah. the same time. Yeah. It was the strangest, one of the strangest years I've definitely ever lived through. Um, obviously, you know, as a kid, you don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff. So I'm sure there was some strange years as a kid because I technically, I mean, I was, I mean, I was alive technically. I just wasn't in the the spot where I would have. I think I was, you know, however old I was, 2008, the when the housing uh, crisis happened. Yeah, you know, I was alive, right. but was I really? I'm, I'm a kid and I'm not really focusing on the housing market at that point. Right. Uh, but AIDS, AIDS back in the 80s, but. Um, but but like this, it was just you know I mean you're you're having COVID lockdowns and and rules and them telling you not to go to Thanksgiving and them trying to basically control you and then you got all that and then on top of that you got people dying not from COVID that are you know pretty famous people. Um, it's just it's been a very very weird long. It, it's like I said, it's gone slow and long, but yet fast because we're already nearing December here. We just had Thanksgiving. Right. So. Strange days indeed. Right. And, you know, at right now, I, I in my head, I, I feel like we're nearing the, the light at the end of the tunnel here. Um, but it takes one thing to just kind of smack that down. You know what I mean? It, right. it, you, we don't know. Um, obviously, I think, I guess I'm more hopeful. Yeah. That I it's, that it's almost know. over. Um, but, uh. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm definitely hoping we, uh, we're kind of nearing that light at the end of the tunnel, and um, you know, basketball season's uh, coming up, and and hopefully in 2021 we can start to get to some form of normalcy. Well, I'm hoping the winter months, these couple two three months here coming up, go as fast as the summer went by because it it really did. It went right. By. Well, right. We got to get it back out on the links, man. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> got the new, cl- got, got the new club. Uh, yeah. And then you got the things like the match on TV or the masters on TV right. and it's, you know, 45 degrees outside and windy as fuck. And you're like, man, dude, now I, I want to go. Yeah. You gotta be excited. And, <laughs> those new clubs, those oh yeah, dude. I mean, their size to me, I, I am super, super excited. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, I don't think, you know, I was going to go with name brand, you know, super name brand, you know, Callaway or, or I even was kind of looking into older tailor-made stuff and, and just the price, the price tag on them is ridiculous. It really is. Um, and I have read nothing but great reviews. You sent me an article that the driver I got uh, for, in the set uh, is, is like second of rated time, right now. Of all time. Um, and you know and obviously that's an article of someone's opinion which yeah. is cool but i've seen three or four opinions where it's at least in the top three so right. i'm okay with that exactly. um and it's just i love the look of them you know they're black with like a a real bright green on them and i love green the green's one of my favorite colors um i was a little i'm a little weary just because the iron heads are a little smaller uh than than the Wilsons, but I'm not too concerned with that because the the main issue I was having was the 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 Wilson set that I had, which is a basic set you go buy at at, at Dunham's or Dicks or whatever. Um, 
it was just a little too short, especially when I started getting to the shorter clubs where I was topping the ball because I would kind of be bent down a little bit. And then I would, you know, kind of during my downswing, try and go back up to where I should be Lifting your head in a, in a swing, you know, in a swing. And I, and I, I'm hitting the toe, I'm hitting the top of it. Right. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely excited. I mean, we got indoor ranges and stuff, and that's cool, and I can kind of work on at least getting... I want to get a range finder um, based on more of the fact that I want to at least know a general idea of how far I hit each club. Right. I want to go get two, three buckets of balls and really take my time and, and start, you know, probably start low, even go as far as the lob wedge and full swing lob wedges, kind of try and gauge, okay... How far about did that go? How far about did this go? How far about did that go? That way I can kind of get some rough idea. That way when I am out on the course and I'm like, okay, I got, you know, 135, I know what I'm grabbing. Right. You know, I know I can at least take this this club out and I, I know I can at least hit it 135. Well, you just gave me a little bit of a weird thought and, and I'm sure someone's done it before, but I think I'm going to bring a pair of binoculars next time we go and one person can sight or watch because you can see, okay, that went roughly 150, but you can literally see exactly where it lands and rolls. Right, right, and then they, obviously you know you got carry and then roll after the carry and stuff like that. But but once you groove your swing now, which is pretty close anyway. But once you start grooving your swing, all it is is a matter of ten, fifteen yards. On, right, on, every on on each club. Right. Yeah. Um, what's funny is like there's certain clubs, and that obviously I didn't have a full set of like every club down from a whatever you want to say. If you want to just say irons and wedges, I didn't have all the wedges. I didn't have all the irons. They didn't all match. They were all kind of mismatched, kind of whatever. And now every single club is made by the same company. They're all the same. They're all this, you know. And Are you thinking about maybe grabbing a one hybrid, like a three or a four? Yeah, hybrid? yeah. So in the set, well, in the way I did it, so there was the set. So the way I bought it was the driver separately. Um, It ended up being cheaper this way because there was a set that came with Driver, three wood, four and three hybrid, five iron through pitching wedge. Yeah. That was 400 bucks. Pretty good deal. You know, um, I spent 350 and I got driver, four iron, all the way down to a lob wedge. Which is awesome. Their wedge is um, Right. So I got, you know, pretty much every club you really need other than a hybrid right. of some sort. Um, and that was, you know, 350 bucks, whatever. I think eventually down the road, I'll get the same brand, you know, if what I did is, so I don't hit my hybrids that often. Right. Um, I, I would hit my three every so often that I had. Uh, and I, I guess I would hit the four, you know, off the tee on some of the longer par threes if I wanted to get a little bit more I distance. Um, but like, I didn't hit them that, that often hit them a couple times on a par five and stuff like that. Uh, but until I like, I go out on the course. So I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the year without one. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I get to the point where I'm out on the course and I go, God, fuck, I really wish I had a four hybrid right here. Yeah. Or, oh, God, I really wish I had a three hybrid right here. Then I'll probably splurge on one. Because they're really, I think they're 50 bucks a piece right. per hybrid. Uh, and I probably only need either a three or four, or maybe you don't both. Need them both really. um, four iron's about 200 yards. You're going to hit. Right. So I thought maybe a three hybrid as kind of like my yeah. three wood, I guess. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I can't, I don't hit a three wood off the turf very well, right. whereas a three hybrid, I do hit pretty well off the tee and the turf. So it would make sense to, if I do go with some type of fairway wood or, or hybrid, yeah. uh, for it to be a three. 
Uh, so that's kind of where I thought, because I don't want a three iron. I don't, you Most know. Most of the research and experience I have playing, I've tried a few different ones, and I have had some good shots. And but and they say they're easier to hit, but not for everybody. If you can hit an iron okay, you don't really need Right. Well, and the thing is, is I do hit the hybrids nice. I just never had one that's like kind of, I guess, designed for me. Well, you need a stiff for my no for, for my swing. Yeah. Uh, so like, I, I definitely want to, I, I probably will. Yes. I, I guess the simple answer is yes. I'll okay. probably get a three hybrid at some point. Um, you know, I was just surprised, you know, you, I'm thinking, okay, it's a full set driver down to lob wedge. This is going to be a pretty big, heavy box. Right. You know, it was not no. that big. Yeah. It, you know, they were packaged kind of, you know, individually. What's funny is the fact that like they're brand new grips, they're all this, you know, so the company, uh, that I get them from Pine Meadow is, uh, you know, plugging them without them even supporting me. I need a sponsor. Come on here, Pine Meadow. Come right. on. I'm, I got all your stuff. I got all your PGX putter up to driver. Come on now. Um, but uh, so I had, uh, I kind of forgot where I was going with this. The Corn Ferry Tour? Uh, I could. I could go there. No. Um, well, I get the, the re- in the research I did, so they make basically clone tailor-made cobra clubs depending on which ones you get so oh, the p yeah. so the pgx brand that they kind of have their their or the i guess line of of equipment is based off tailor-made kind of just a mixture of their clubs right um oh that's what i was gonna say they custom make every order so when you so they don't have just clubs sitting built so when you make your order they, they put the grip on and then put the you know they right. attach the head and all that to the shaft extend and do all that. Them extend them if you want to extend them. I think so on this particular website. So on Callaway, you can go up from like quarter inch, half inch, one inch, two inch. You know you got quite a bit of options. They don't have that as many options, which you don't really need much more than. No. So they actually go down, uh, one inch or one and a half inch, and go up one inch, one and a half inch. Otherwise, just standard. Yeah, that's what they do. Which was perfectly fine. I got an extra inch um, on every club but the lob wedge. And I think if you're going to go over that, you should be having them cut to that length anyway. Right, right. Well, because if you're going over that, you you're a pretty tall dude. Right. Like, like I'm I'm tall, but oh, um, right. Like I'm not I'm not that tall. No. And you, I mean, it's not like you're not bent over a little bit. Naturally, um, when you're when you're. You know, you're swinging at a ball that's laying on the ground. You're going to be bent over a little bit, no matter how long your clubs are. Right. Um, but I, I definitely, I already, I, I mean, I took one of them outside just so I could do a full swing, and I could already kind of just feel the difference Huge in difference. how how much easier it was for me to get my shoulders turned, my hips turned, and right. everything. I, I just I felt more comfortable yeah. from from my feet, just from my down. right, from my feet from my feet down to up to, all the way up to my head to everything. Yeah. I mean, everything just felt a little bit more smooth. So I'm definitely excited to at least get out on the range. Uh, I, I would like for we to get an anomaly day where it's 75 degrees outside and all the golf it's courses open up, but, <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, balls at some point. Oh, um, uh, at least at Ives, it's been under, uh, building anyway. Right, 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 right. With a heater. On you. Yeah. Well, but what? How? Fifty-five. Oh, yeah. But wait, that's shorts weather. What you talking about? Fifty-five, man. No, you could damn near play the course. Fifty-five. Uh-oh. <laughs> you could damn near play the course at fifty-five. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably maybe both. Maybe a hit. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh make a day of it. 
Uh, I mean, because we ain't got, you know, we got karaoke at night, but um, yeah, no, I didn't know it was supposed to be 55. Yeah, it's been a interesting November. Beginning yeah. of November, we had some 50 or high 50 days. Didn't we even have a couple 60s 60. and stuff? It's It's been a little bit of Every stranger weather. Well, right. It's but I wouldn't even say it's been getting goofy hot because no, just goofy, just goofy because we've had you know we had what a couple of years ago we had that day where it was ne- for that week where it was like negative thirty yeah and then it went back, right back the where other they way. were basically telling you don't go outside because you could freeze to death right which what's funny so this is how much I listen and how much you know you can tell I really give a shit uh, when that was going on that negative twenty seven degrees um, my brother in law John he does a uh, they they own a hunting cabin. He doesn't, but his family does. And they do a tree. They have a tree cutting weekend where they invite a bunch of people, cut a couple trees down that that basically need to come down in in their on their property, uh, and also that way they have firewood for the cabin because they don't pay for heat. They have a wood burning furnace, um, which obviously saves them probably a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Um. So they you know cut down to get have wood basically for for the year two three years at a time. Uh, so we cut down three four trees. So that's when we did that that weekend that first weekend of of it so i mean you're talking and what's funny is so you know we're all preparing bringing as many heavy coats as we got and all this and and stuff and so we're putting coveralls on and a couple like two three layers of socks and and big old you know the biggest winter boots you could fucking think of and bundled up tucked in pants and then put snow pants on top of that then put your coveralls on did all this stuff and we were fucking sweating yeah Oh my God! At least three, four guys went in and, and took a couple layers off, and I ended up taking my coat off. So I literally, so it's negative twenty-seven degrees outside. Yes, I'm working. I get that. I'm moving around. Negative twenty-seven degrees outside. I have my cover. I have jeans underneath my coveralls on, with a hoodie and a thermal t-shirt underneath. That's yeah. that's what I had on, and yep. big. I mean, I had pretty big winter boots. I'm a naturally warm person, and this is how everybody is in my family. I think both my sisters are. I know for a fact. My oldest sister, who's who's married to the brother-in-law I went to the woodcutting weekend with, and my mom, we have some issues. So I'm always warm, but if I do get cold, it is only like my hands close to my fingertips and my feet. I have poor circulation there. Yeah. It happens to, I'm pretty sure both my sisters, but I know for a fact my oldest sister. It's just the, the strangest thing. It's poor circulation. It's a genetic thing we have, and it sucks because I, I the cold does not bother me, but after a while, I, I have to to get out of the cold because my, my hands start to hurt. Uh, cause they, that's the only thing that gets cold is my, my, my hands and my, my feet get cold. My feet are always like, if I don't have a pair of socks on or a pair of slippers on, my feet are always just cold. Yeah, cause yeah. I just, I don't have the proper well, circulation. Have I have insulation too. A little bit. That's a myth. No, but I do a fat. Right. Fat definitely keeps no, warm. no, it's a myth. It's a, it's somewhat, 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 well, right. But you're, you were, you're probably no matter what a naturally warm person. Cause so am I, because I'm, I'm nor, like I said, other than my feet and my, um, other than my feet and my hands, I don't get cold. Very rarely am I cold. And usually if I'm cold, I'm sick. Then that's why I'm cold. Um, but yeah, I read this really long article from some, um, Yeah, it can. They said it can sometimes help, um, but under certain conditions, though, overweight people also feel colder than the average people. So it's all different. It all depends on. 
I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck it is. I don't know if it's your brain, your nerve, your nerves, your nervous system. There's basically the the thing I just read basically said sometimes it helps you stay warm and sometimes it it makes you colder. Right. So it's 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 kind of a horse apiece. You just don't know. You I just get just the luck of the fucking draw. Quick and blurt this out because I did take a second and just look up that song. It's Jason Aldean. Got what I got. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Great song. Yeah, great song. Yeah, that is a very good song. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a very good song. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you found it. That would uh, I mean, that was still we were we were talking. Yeah, we were talking all this stuff, but I'm still like in my head, like God, what is that? <laughs> right, 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 right. So I was gonna save. Uh, you know what? I'll save this topic for the next podcast. We'll we'll, we'll save it. You know what? I'm gonna give you a little preview for okay. when Brad's here, and okay. and when you're here, and and for you guys that uh, may be listening. The net in the next podcast, we are going to talk about the the battle. To end all battles, and that is the battle of men versus women. Okay. Battle of the sexes. Battle of the sexes. We're going to talk about it. We'll maybe try and even get at least one of the ladies to join in so we have a, a, a female perspective on it. Maybe at least have them sit over here with the, and share the microphone if they need to. Right. Um, just to kind of give their input. Just, just to have the woman's perspective. Um, pass it around because they don't have yeah. to talk the whole time, whatever. No. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll try and get them on and... Now that way we have at least both sides, um, but you know, it, I think that's a cool opinion. We'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But I do have an uncommon opinion. You do. I do have an uncommon opinion. Um, so a lot of people, a lot of people, um, use this phrase, and honestly, to me, this phrase is is utter bullshit. It, it just is, and a lot of. Women may disagree that this is that this phrase is bullshit. I don't really care. Um, happy wife, happy life is bullshit. It should be happy spouse, happy house. Yeah. Because if you're both not happy, it's just it's it's not working. Right. Man. You both have to be happy. Not saying you're going to be happy twenty four seven. No. Because that's basically impossible. Um. But it shouldn't just be the guy does everything to make his wife happy and he's just utterly miserable. I would, I would think it, it, that's a wonderful way to put it. And another way I've always viewed it is you're both are in, in charge of your... your it ha, first of all, happiness is a decision. It is. You decide. It is. Happy. You you no get to choose to be happy. Right. I mean... Someone can help you be exactly. happy. Like, yeah, someone can make you happy, yes. Right. But... It's more like um, you, you shouldn't be choosing to do things that make your spouse unhappy. Right. You should. Ju- you shouldn't be like, okay, listen. If you're, if you want to do this, now there's there's such thing as compromise. Right. You know, I don't really like to do it, but yes, I'll you know I'll do it with you. Uh, every so often you do that, but it has to be both sides. Again, yeah. it should always be both sides. Otherwise, the relationship's not going to work. Right. Whether you get married or not, it's probably going to end in a in a bad way because. If you're if you're going off the phrase happy wife happy life what that basically says is for the guy is to be like you know okay this is what makes her happy even though I'm miserable this is making her happy that that really shouldn't be how you live your life no from either side right from either side um but you should always have a good balance of of you know I know you don't like to do this but would you mind doing it not to mention uh happy spouse happy House is uh, more politically correct in these times that we're living in. Pretty much, because you well, right? Because happy spouse, happy house doesn't specify a wife or a husband non-sexual. because it's it's a non-sexual thing, and and a lot of people don't like phrases like that. Right. Well, that's my thing with the whole battle of the sexes, man and woman. 
Well, they're just going to be like, what about the other genders? They're, they're, <laughs> well, but the thing is, is, I mean, without getting too political, there are two fucking genders. Like, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. let's just end it there. But yeah, no. good Lord, like, I'm not going to sit here and say whatever you want me to say. Perfect. I don't I don't care. I'm a, I'm a man, but I have a little bit of a like wolf, fox, uh, bear. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's my that's my thing. Like, where do we draw the line? Is is come on? Is where you know? Because there is a group of people that believe they're lizard people, right? Like, come on, yeah. Let's uh, let's ease up. <laughs> let's ease up. Uh, so I'll give you a little preview of my opinion: the man versus the woman. And I'm just gonna I'll give you my well, you're, that my answer. Popular. The opinion I don't say I wouldn't think that's it's totally it's well, because. but it is because a lot of people. I mean, I've talked to a lot of married people. I've talked to a lot of different people in there, and every time it's always, oh, you know, happy you don't, you don't seem, you don't seem very happy with that decision, huh? Well, you know, happy wife, happy life, yeah. and you can kind of almost hear the depression in their voice while they're saying and that that phrase. That yeah, yeah. Oh man, you know, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Nah, dude. Like, yeah, keep your wife happy, but she should be keeping you happy. Both. It should be. A, it's it's got to be a balance, man. It's got to be a balance. Um. So the one thing I will say. And how about you know what? We'll end it here. We'll end it here. Right here? We'll end it right here. Right here. Right here. It's done already. So it's done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'll end it with this final statement. Yeah. In the battle of man versus woman, does coming from a man, women are better. In a battle. In a bat like so not a physical battle, not anything no, no, like that. Um, but I'm just saying um, when you think of so uh, to me, man versus woman, who brings more to the table? it's unfortunate it's the woman it, the woman is better the woman wins you well, want to know why there's a one big thing they carry the baby and they deliver the baby they're doing the work right. if if you're five months if you're five months pregnant the man can dip out at any time he wants basically right. the woman can't just leave and and the baby you know yeah. yeah she can do you know abortions and all that kind of stuff yeah. and give it up for adoption but she still has to put her body through I, tremendous amount of work and pain i've always been more about the woman. I I think I think the woman is is kind of you know they win. I would they go <laughs> as far as to say, and this can come out more in the discussion. Um, but no, it's fine. I, we can I have a little. Add, we can have a little bit of the discussion I would now. Just add right now though that even with religion and and it's a slippery slope when you start talking in that direction. But well, like the super of, classic. Well, some of Christianity right. was was brought into the mix almost as a means of controlling and making men superior and women right. superior. So here's my thing. I am all for a, like a strong, independent woman. I'm all for it. But in the same sense, when you're in a relationship, us as men, the way we're designed, for one, it is very, very easy to please a man. Very right. easy. Right. You know, there was that meme I shared of a dude literally, and a girl's talking shit about him yeah. because all he has in his house basically is an old camp chair with a TV hooked up and basically no other furniture. And right. she's like, you know, kind of like snarky, like, oh, men really would live like this. And the guy was like, you know, women seem very upset with how easy a man can be happy with what he has. Right. Um, so it's a lot easier to please a man than a woman because a woman can kind of just, her, her opinion changes Maybe. constantly. Maybe. Right. Whereas men are a little bit better at just kind of, and not all, this, this is just a general, general idea, um, at, at least from my experience, what I've seen. I'm all for a strong, independent woman, but you tend to see them people be single a little longer right. because a man likes to feel like he's needed in the relationship. Yeah. I've always said this, and I literally just said this last night to Noel. Like, you, you, if you're kind of like you, the guy wants to at least feel like he's got one leg in the pants 
of the relationship. You know, he likes to feel like you need him there at least a little bit. Experience of having where I was barely uh, even close to the pants at some point. Right. Not let let alone where. Like you want to at least a little bit. You want to feel like like okay. You want me around, don't you? Or no? Like am I just am I just like uh, furniture? uh, Right. Am I just like something you just like to have around whenever you need it or kind of thing? Like no, you want to feel needed, and I, I think both. Both, um, on both sides, yes, you want to feel needed, but in a man's mind, it's a little different. Absolutely. But but women, man, men are easy. Yeah. Men are so easy. Right. Like, you want to please a man, it is not that hard. Yeah. It really isn't. Some, this is generally speaking from my experiences. I would say the majority. But, but majority and, and, you know, there's some that aren't, but majority, especially, okay, at least, let's just talk, you know, Brad's not here, but me and you and Brad. Yeah. We're very easygoing guys. We are. It, you, I don't need much, man. I don't need much, and I feel bad because she gets mad. At, you know, I let her pick the food almost every time. I hate picking. I'm like, listen, but I just, I don't care. Right. I honestly, genuinely don't care. I want you to get whatever you, you want, want and I'm just happy. right, and I'm just gonna get whatever because I don't care because I'm gonna be happy with just getting some food. I'm gonna be happy with just. You'll say so. Right. I won't. I won't force myself to go eat something I don't want. Right. Um, and I don't mind going to two places if I need to, or, or cooking at home, whatever. But the um, is ultimately, you want her. But I want her to be happy with what she wants because I honestly don't care. And if she says a place, I'm like, ah, you know what, you know, and and she'll get irritated because I'm like, ah, you know what, I'm sorry, I I don't actually want that. Um, and sometimes what I think too, what we used to do uh, when we would kind of get together as a group, us four, uh, Brad, Christy, and, and me and Noel, um. We would kind of first, when we start talking about, hey, you know, let's discuss, hey, we're going to go out to eat. We would actually name the places we don't want to go first. Yeah. Listen, you know what? I'm not feeling, you know, I don't want to go to, you know, Burger King. I don't want to go to Chick-fil-A today. Right. Um, We kind of narrow it down, uh, get to a point where we're kind of picking between three things and then you, you kind of pick. You know, I think that's always a kind of a good place to start. Uh, you know, by naming like, hey, what listen, about, I don't want to go here, but what about an app where you could enter certain ones and have like a just a generator? Well, they have like a a wheel that you can buy now right. where it's I'm got all the pictures and and yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's an app of some right. Well, and what I always loved is the whole cheat the man cheat code thing, yeah. and it, it it works, but not as often oh, because yeah. they know what they're doing. Where you're like, guess where we're going? Right. And then whatever wherever they say, because you know what, she hates to guess. When I when I say, hey, guess what I did, or guess this, she's like, well, I don't want to guess. Yeah. No, just but, guess where we're going. So it, it ends up not working, and then I end up just getting mad. Oh, I just want to know what the fuck you want to go to eat, man. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like this was supposed to be a cheat code. This was supposed to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> it made it more difficult. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into that, and hopefully we can get. Well, there's a, there's uh, the the ladies on the show. It would be good. Get the ladies on the show. Uh, it's a it's definitely a plan. We're gonna try and get it in the works. Even if you're not able to be on, try and get all four That's of us what on. I was and just say. I, would, I would even recommend mediate or stepping out for a break. Right. Not, not a break. I don't need a break. But I mean, like just just right. Be an audience member. You right. Should do one. You really right. Should. I. It's it's in the works. We'll say. Yeah. It's uh, gonna take some convincing. Noel kind of opened up to it said yeah. Yeah, you know I'll, I'll probably do I think it it would be fun and, and just but keep, um, it, keep it real but 
just sort of right. Open just discussion. open discussion about you know whatever. But I think that would be one that right. uh, relationships, man versus woman, and, and, and just that kind of thing. Open between the four of you and say, well, we're not necessarily even going to for sure publish this. It could just be a fun thing. Do it, and then right? oh, it'll be published. Yeah. It'll be published. I don't know. I was just throwing. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it's. I think it's you know it's something different to do. And I think I think once they did it, it would kind of be like you know because Brad knew I was doing it beforehand. Yeah. But once he was on it, he's like, "Oh man, it's a lot of fun," you right. know, because it's just it's cool to get stuff out it's of your head, man, happen. and it's yeah. you know it's just a blast, man. And sure. we did one, we did one. I'm pretty sure. And at any time you can do that. Never feel like I have to be. Obviously, you know that, right? But you know, and it's just I I've just like I said, it's always an open invitation. I, I want as many fucking people yeah, on I here enjoy, as I can. I've enjoyed it from. The first, very first time, right? Uh, I've enjoyed it. It's it's a lot time. of fun, and we we started with uh, uh, with sports talk is where we we started. Uh, that switched to um, what did that switch to with sports talk, and then it then was, oh oh yeah, sports talk. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And now it's, uh, and now it's just the J- keeping it simple and got yeah. got rid of just sports talk. I thought that helped a little. Yeah. Um, well, it's our passion, but especially golf now. But well, and what's funny though is honestly, uh, you know, other than paying attention to the moves the Bucks have made and, and every so often catching the Packer game, I haven't been as logged in to to, to sports. sports. Yeah. Pretty much to all or golf, yeah. golf a little bit. Yeah, of course, like to watching the Masters and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but as far as like as much involved like as i got right. watching sports i haven't been, been working as right well and the thing is too is like you know nba games are in the middle of the week at night right. well i i'm at work you yeah. know working second shift i'm at work so unless it's on the weekend i can't watch it yeah. whereas that's why i've watched you know a few packer games if it's on the if it's on a sunday i can watch it Maybe if it's a monday night or thursday night game or sports center for a quick bit just to yeah and i mean like i'll see it on facebook and stuff but i haven't been like i used to know everybody's salaries and and yeah. you know what contract when people's contracts are up how exact stats and all that i i haven't been right. that uh that it's involved okay, in the no i it, and it really hasn't bothered me in a way but yeah. uh it's just been different different yeah. right it's just been different uh yeah so we'll wrap it up there this is uh episode nine uh it's, cra- it's honestly crazy that we were already on episode nine honestly right. um but uh if you uh listen uh always appreciate listen always appreciate any feedback uh you can uh, give me feedback directly if you know you know more than likely you probably know me personally or maybe you know brad mark whoever um if you don't know me personally i do have an email set up for for the show that's just the Jacob Stanky show. One of Mark's six personalities. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, one of you know, one of Mark's personalities may come out. No, just give him a note. Um, it's a, yeah. This is a, a pleasure, but also it would be so much. I would. More. I would just. I want to get input, and if you ever want to be on the show, come on the fucking show, man. It, it's just yeah, a lot of fun. Right. A lot of fun. Uh, I guess I should start saying that it's explicit content at the beginning, just in case. You know, if you got kids, I apologize, but. Uh, Oh fucking well, I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say. Um, it, you know, it's it's very hard for me. I'm, you know, I don't have a problem with cussing. I didn't, never thought cussing was really that big of a deal in the right area. You know, obviously, I'm not going to church and and walking up to the pastor and saying, "Hey, how the fuck you doing?" Like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's certain times where you you know it's di- it may be disrespectful, yes, but as far as something like this goes, and when I have a normal conversation, I, I have a pretty foul mouth, I guess you could say. Uh, uh, so a, it was just fuck is a man made. Yeah, right. And I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna 
I'm no longer going to censor myself because it, it, it's very hard. It's been very in the first podcast and in the beginning. I, I, as soon as I seen that I could market explicit content, I'm like, I, I have to because it, it's been a challenge to not at least you know throw out a shit or a, a fuck or whatever every now and again. So I'll start saying that at the beginning uh, versus the end when I've already uh, let a few fucks go. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, give me feedback, Jacob Sankey Show uh, at Gmail. Next, next episode's gonna be like, all right, here we fucking go. Yeah, and here we go, motherfuckers, and we're gonna. <laughs> Uh, I could do that. I could do that. Uh, we'll probably uh, change up the song, uh, come up with uh, something. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Uh, but, yeah, feedback, always uh, encourage. You want to be on the show, let me know. Uh, we can get you on the show. Uh, but, as always, thanks for listening, and thanks for coming, Mark. A lot of fun. Hey. A lot of all, fun. As always, thanks for having me. I, I truly enjoy it. Truly enjoy it. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it would get a little boring doing it by myself but once you did a couple and, and it wasn't that terrible either no but. no and it's it's still fun but it's nice to have dialogue yeah uh so yeah uh thanks for listening have a great night hope everybody had a great thanksgiving and uh i guess it's uh merry christmas now since uh once thanksgiving's over it's christmas time get your tree up so everybody get your tree up get your decorations up uh, and we will uh, be back with episode 10 probably some point this weekend